0: like we do it hey hey it's the pretty corrupt podcast your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality tv i'm jordan ross myers the man behind twitter's notorious don Gunvilson and lee Rodswell, along with my co-hosts Stacey noel connor and nate safer welcome to the bravo breakdown what's up
1: hi <laughs> <laughs> It's a, <laughs> a lot more high-pitched than I meant for it to be. Hello. <laughs> it was also a very long yeah, pause was.
2: there. Really. It,
0: was. it was. Well, you do have to make your voice stretch, so you need to save it like Celine Dion before going on stage because we have so much more going on. Quick-friendly reminder, PCP has expanded. Two full episodes, same time, same place two episodes <laughs> bravo and pop culture so make sure to listen to both pretty please I do
2: like how we've all three gotten thinner yet the podcast has gotten
1: mm-hmm. bigger well our egos have not gotten thinner those have expanded expanded we
0: just need our Expand. wallets we need our we need our our financial statements to match our egos mhm but that could happen soon did you guys oh did you guys see Stacey and nate no i'm joking <laughs> speaking of, speaking of bravo we were in the press this week
1: that mm-hmm. was pretty
0: exciting um reality blurb and all about the tea picked up a little tweet we did um breaking down what really happened in the brawl between <laughs> brawl the fight at the beverly hills hotel involving erica jane and lisa renna hashtag rhobh
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. that was cool you know i found out about it like um google alerts I, yeah
2: <laughs> I was about to yeah. say our yeah, egos yeah. yeah. google alerts
0: <laughs> so that was cool so um yeah i mean i knew about that story like same day i'm there a lot um, and so I knew about it, but I wasn't going to say anything. I was trying to be polite or s- actually I was gonna save it for the podcast. But then I woke up the next morning pissed off. Dumois. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone else leaked it to Dumois. And at that point I was like, Okay, well, let's set the record straight. PCP, eyes and ears everywhere, and broke down what happened, which is that um they were at the bar. It's called Bar 1912. It's it's not the Polo Lounge, but it's right around the corner from the Polo Lounge, and um, it's in the Beverly Hills Hotel. And there was drinking and hanging out. And someone made a comment against cops in Erica's presence. And Erica's son is a cop. So she got, I think you call like Mama Bear about it. There were drinks mm-hmm. involved, and Mikey Minden, her BFF from the show. He's that stylist guy who was always with her in the glory days when Tom Girardi could foot his bills. Um, mm-hmm. He was a little messy, I hear. Allegedly, you guys can't <laughs> hear me winking. No, they can nudge. hear. They can hear you
1: winking. They could hear you winking there. <laughs> yep.
0: But, so that was fun. But, I, you know, we put it out there. It's just like, and boom, the next day we woke up, Google alerts. It had been picked up. And I guess, did Teddy Mellencamp reach out to Rinna in response to what we put out there?
2: Basically, like ba- basically, Teddy Mellencamp reached out to them to see if it was true or not, and of course, they denied it. Mm. And I'm just like, why, why you got to keep lying on this stuff? Yeah. Because, like I said in the in our TikTok, I was like, look, I, in my opinion, like we're not going to get political, but like, if you if you're defending your son and how you feel about your son, absolutely go for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not going to say that like you should get it in a drunken brawl. Although I do think it's interesting how the media used the word brawl. We didn't say brawl, no. nothing like that. It could be just, it sounds like a bunch of drunken words were said. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't sound like there was anything physical it's that happened.
0: It's the Beverly Hills Hotel. It's pretty right. civilized. Yeah. So any kerfuffle is considered a yeah. scene there security was called but not to break it up just more like they're hearing loud voices in a public space mm-hmm. it was right. there were not it wasn't and Rena was there this was not the amsterdam dinner if that's what people are thinking <laughs> it was not the amsterdam dinner
2: no broken glass right
0: but it was i mean it wasn't ladylike i'd say
1: I lo- love that Rena's mm-hmm. defense of herself was not, was basically she's like, I, I got there at 630 and left at eight. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like she gave times as if that would, you know, <laughs> I couldn't have gotten in an argument in 90 <laughs> minutes. No.
2: No, no, none of that could ever happen. Yeah. Never could get in trouble in 90 minutes. I don't know how long it took to get in trouble with Kathy Hilton and Aspen. Like that didn't take 90 minutes at all. No. Yeah, how you know? long I was mean, that, honestly,
0: how long was that ride in the, in the sprinter? <laughs>
2: <band>? <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably less than ninety minutes, let's be honest yeah. here. So it doesn't matter. I for for me it just brings up kind of a point of like, Erica, why do you why do you gotta keep like lying on little things? Like these just build up all the time for me. It, it almost feels like a, a small child mm-hmm. who just keeps getting You know, caught in in like, hey, in my opinion, Erica could spin this in a great way, you know, because you could say, yes, I was I was vehemently defending my son and everything. And I think any mother would defend her Mm -hmm. son. Like she could have spun it like this. And she could have also said there was no brawl that was just, you know, heated words. And I just put somebody in their place. Yeah. She could have just spun it that way instead of lying. Like, in my opinion, she always does saying, no, I didn't do it. Stop being a toddler and automatically saying, no, I didn't do it.
0: I, Just, I have a theory that it's from her years being married to a crooked lawyer. And again, like.
2: She learned from the best. Yeah.
0: Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. And now that she's going through it herself, as we saw last season, deny, deny mm-hmm. everything as I can't speak about it or it never happened. mm mm-hmm. um, I would have loved for her to bare her teeth at us like she did at Seton and Kathy's dining room. Come <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't really want to actually see that. I am a bit of a pussy when it comes to stuff
1: like Bring it. I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: I get a thrill from that stuff. I don't like, oddly, I don't like yelling. I don't, but what it does is send me into a defensive mode and then I yell back. But I would love for her to try it with me.
2: Although I would say if she and I were face to face, we are basically we're the same size, we're the same height, Mm. we're the same size, and we would be able to look each other in the eye. And I would just be able to like you, we can step up to each other right now and talk and like,
0: battle so maybe I wouldn't be
2: as like, yeah, I would just like we're both we'd both be in heels and be like, let's step up to this. And let's just like, be honest about this right now. Yeah,
0: mm, but plus you teach spin class, and she I uses Ozempic, so I think you have that mm-hmm. extra strength. I do. I think no, we should. I would prefer that. <laughs> next brawl at the Beverly Hills Hotel, <laughs> sponsored by reality PCP. TV
2: celebrity cage match.
1: <laughs> uh, also, uh, just a correction: she doesn't use Ozempic. she uses nice. hormones.
2: That is
1: mm. hormones.
0: Hormones.
1: Is that Ozempic a hormone? It is actually that was the funny. Okay, yeah. yeah. Full disclosure, guys. I watched the episode. I watched it, so I know we're talking. I know, what we're, ta- mm-hmm. I know what we're talking about this week. I mean, insulin yeah. is a hormone. Yes. No, that's mm-hmm. just it. That was the funny thing is that she said, "Guys, it's hormones. It's not Ozempic." And then that's what Ozempic is. It's a it's mm-hmm. a fake hormone. Like it's literally some. It mimics a hormone. So just she's not wrong. I mean, saying it's hormones. Yeah. She, that's still true.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's like when I said a while back on here, the technicality some of them use, they'll deny Ozempic and specifically Ozempic, and they get offended by Ozempic because they're probably on Manjaro. <laughs> so they're using <laughs> w- like w- 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 a technicality. Or w- w- go Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm Well, and in, in the premiere this week, she was asked if she was on Ozempic or Wagovi, and she was like, no, I'm on hormones. But exactly, mm-hmm. she's on hormones, which... Ozempic will go Monjaro. Manjaro.
0: She's she's oh, learning some lawyer you.
1: lawyer tricks.
0: She's good. It,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of the funniest thing. Uh, Tom T. Rav, Thomas Rav, Rav and Oliver said on Southern Charm. He was like, "I don't have a cocaine problem. I just really like the smell of it."
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That horrible man had some of the funniest lines ever. He did. He did. That
0: was his like. That was his like. um, Matthew McConaughey and um, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: what's that movie? Days and Confused. That's
2: the problem. Is that horrible people can be incredibly charming. Yeah. Incredibly charming. You're welcome. I know.
1: There's two of them right here, (laughs) Stacey. Right here. I think there's actually three three of of us right here.
2: How did we find each other? Mm, <laughs> magic, <laughs> mystical, medieval, mad magic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Well, I'm just gonna go full in on Erica Jane. Like, let's, yeah, let's was yeah, premiere was this week. Let's and, break it down. Yeah, I'm ready, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm you are notes surprised. and everything. <laughs> well, okay, like uh, I. I'll be honest with you. I hated the beginning of it with this whole, like, let's have a, like, a kumbaya. Let's have a, like, let's start fresh. It felt like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Let's start fresh. Like, have a start fresh party type of thing. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Wait, don't you dare. But, Eagle Woman was a saint. Oh, I love Sarah Eagle, Eagle Woman. Woman. Her first I love name. Eagle Woman. I, if you Eagle look her Woman. up, her name is Sarah Eagle Woman. Love her. And Blue Raven. I love, love That drum solo mm-hmm. she did? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
2: I want some sage yeah. tea, man. I'm mm-hmm. going to open up to the spirits, man. Um, but just, just it's for the, the actual women. I was like, oh, Dorit is putting this together. Okay, all right. Alrighty, there we go. But, you know, Dorit calling Erica out for, you know, questioning her uh, marriage mm-hmm. at BravoCon, which we'll go back to that in a second. But the way that, like... Again, it's another one of those times where Erica had a chance to like make amends and just doubled down on being a bitch. Like, I just was like, "Are you are you serious? Are you serious?" Like, yeah, you you didn't want to answer it, and you could have just been like, "Yeah, I felt the pressure too." And but when she comes back, I'm a showman. That's what I do. Yeah. It's one of the few times I was really on Dorit's side of like, "I'm a showman." No, no, you're a bitch. And yes, she was being a bitch. Which kind of, and then she goes back again to like, I had such a hard year and da, 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 and and all this stuff. And then I'm going to skip ahead real quick because I just want to get this point done out and done. To her at her uh, therapy session with Dr. Jen Berman. Um, And... When she's talking about trying to find empathy. How do I find empathy? And I've watched that scene like three times now because the first time I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real the way that she is going like about finding empathy. She's she's never heard the
1: word before. She's like, now what what is that? What does that mean? I don't I don't know.
2: Right. This 50-year-old woman doesn't know what empathy is, but she wants empathy from other people. And then today. All of a sudden dawned on me because everybody's like, she's narcissistic, she's sociopathic, all this stuff, and I go because i I was like, no, because I was getting hit with widows and orphans again, you know, because she makes us, we forget about it for a little bit, and then it comes back to us. It's that whole thing, and it's a little bit more recent of this thing called the Dark Triad, which is a combination of narcissism machiavellianism and psychopathy and it's it's people the narcissism is that people you know who do this grandiosity because of their sense of inadequacy the machiavellianism of, because they're highly manipulative and they're willing to deceive others to get what they want mm-hmm. and they're also they're the psychopathy which which they are lacking empathy and being emotionally and cold while being impulsive to taking prone to taking big risks and another thing is that they also people who have the dark triad also are always turning themselves into the victim now granted i'm just an armchair bravo psychologist here i'm not a real real doctor and i'm not allowed to uh, diagnose anybody but i was like that's what it is like and we're willing to push everything off onto tom a lot of the time, but, but, and that's what he did to those, those people. Like he did his own things, but like, my thing is that she willingly spent that money. She willingly did these mm-hmm. things. And now when the roosters are coming home to roost, she just, she can't, I think we're just seeing who she really is, to be honest with you. She's always kind of shown it, but it was behind this like fun veneer of like, it's so fun to be a rich bitch.
0: Now she's And just now a... it's
2: like, no, 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 no.
0: Now she's just a bitch. She's not rich
2: no you're a dark triad like you are kind of a dangerous person like let's get real here
0: i think like with that first of all i hated those therapy sessions it was like an hour long like most of this opening episode was some kind of therapy like even down towards the end where it's like kyle and dorit sitting down it's uh, it was getting tired. And Garcelle
2: and her son. Yeah, and it was. You're like,
0: it was too much for me. Like, I don't,
2: Sutton and Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, like, I want to prove to my husband your your ex husband does not care. Is
1: she on the show a lot? Care. Because you guys did not tell me I was going to be blessed with Jennifer Tilly on my watching this. Set. She's okay. not
2: on here a lot. Because no. this happened of last, but I hope she's on, this on here happened more. happened last
1: time last year when I watched an episode and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was on. I had to ask you guys mm-hmm. I'm like, is she on it a lot? Because I was not expecting this.
2: Well, you know what? If you just watched it more, you would. Notice. You know what?
1: I might. I might. Because if there's more Tilly, no, you won't. Honestly, I would. I want to watch a road trip show with Jennifer Tilly and is it Avi Sutton's assistant? I want. I want to watch the two of them on a road trip. I would watch the hell out of that.
2: They're going to protect those salted chocolate caramels with their <laughs> the, lives. Make the sure the you don't in anybody's earpl- ears.
1: <laughs> it's always shot. It's, it's it's always jarring to hear Jennifer Tilly speak. Because that the voice she's famous for, it's like Paris Hilton. The voice she's famous for is not her voice. That breathy, mm-hmm. like, so when you hear her really talk, you're like, ah, that's what she sounds like.
2: Weird. Mm-hmm.
0: I was, I was like a little panicked, not panicked, but I was giving it some deep thought last night because Jennifer Tilly and Sutton have been posting a lot together, and she was on the show this weekend. I was like, is she trying to bring her on the show? And it was, like, like full-time. And then I was, like, thinking about her and really analyzing her, thinking, like, I don't think she's really what we need. Um, And so...
2: She's a fun friend of... Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant.
0: It was, like, if she's doing one of those pushes, because it's a classic uh, BH move, is to bring these Mm -hmm. women on, get them up as your allies, and then work them in until they're full-time, you know? Classic housewives. I shouldn't just say Beverly Hills, but I was just like, I really don't think she has what it—not the right energy. And we have enough of these actresses. We just got rid of Rena. Um, <laughs> How dare you compare those two? No, but you know these like fringe actresses who end up on the show. It's like we have Garcelle, Kyle. Well, she's more housewife than actress, but you know she does both. I mean, we don't need another one. Sutton can hold her own, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, those therapy sessions were really um, boring.
1: I just, I, the, is it Dr. Jen? Is that what she called her? Dr. Jen? The, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's in she,
0: so many realities.
1: Oh, is she really?
2: Yeah. She's been on a lot of, she has been on a lot. Like of Like
1: she was shows, literally yeah. teaching a grown room, woman, not how to feel empathy, but literally what it means. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like it, it yeah. was like a brick wall, like explaining to Erica what empathy is, is I imagine what like explaining to Lucille Bluth would have been cost? She doesn't get it. Right. <laughs> she's just like, I don't, I don't understand. What are you saying? I don't understand. And it, it, it's,
2: I, I have to put myself in other people's shoes and think about where they're coming from I, yeah. and what they've been you're, through. What? You're speaking know. nonsense. Do I, I, do I don't
1: understand anything you're saying. Oh, the, I will say, though, is, will... Uh, the, the, one laugh out, the one laugh out thing in the entire episode, for, it was so stupid for me, is when Erica was trying to figure out where to sit at the retreat. When she sat, she sat on a table, and she said, "Wait, is this a chair?" And then she goes, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Okay, that was funny. That was say what you will about it, but mm. that was funny."
0: What else happened this week in the premiere? Uh, so much.
1: I'm sure it'll be explained more, but uh, I love that Sutton bought a horse from the Netherlands on her Amex over a website. I don't. I don't need more explanation than that because that sounds amazing. I hope they never yeah. bring it up again. The whole season. I hope that, that it was just a one and done. Wait, she bought a horse with an Amex.
2: I'm just hoping we actually go back to the Netherlands and we have another Amsterdam mm. dinner. Although it just will not be the same without Brenna and Kim, Kim Richards. So yeah. like
0: they have to. I that that was don't. that, which is might be arguably my favorite scene in Housewives History: the Amsterdam dinner, one of uh, top three at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's the number one. I think it's everybody's Mm -hmm. number one. The amount of times that, I mean, I sent you guys, the amount of recreations of that dinner that people have done in so many different ways is is masterful. Mm -hmm. Like the art that people find from that dinner, I think just lives on. That's why it's so iconic. It's so like, and that's why I go that truth is stranger than fiction. Mm -hmm. Like real life is, and that's why like, Reality TV does have reality in it. Like they could not have planned that any better. Like producers could not have planned that any better. If people think that they did, they did no, not. No, There's no way. Because honestly, you cannot control Kim Richards, and you cannot control Lisa Rinna. I told so- the uh-uh. first
0: time I ever met Kim Richards, I told her directly, I was like you were robbed of an egot. <laughs> it was like your performance." <laughs> In that scene was just, like, the best thing I've ever seen. And you guys know I quote it literally every day. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. talk about, like, I loved yeah. it. I was going to say, oh, so fun fact, I realized with um, Sutton and her horse Santos, you know she wears a lot of, like, really good Cartier. And I know this because I don't have Cartier, and I just want some. <laughs> hint, hint, holidays are coming up. Um, Santos is the model name of the watch I want. Actually, Ooh. it's it's a reference to Cartier. <laughs> she named her um she named her horse after a famous uh, Cartier design, which of is course. very. It's giving us Vanderpump, old school Vanderpump, mm. the horse and the fancy name, and you know she's not the one brushing it and grooming it every day or feeding it. <laughs> so it, it it is kind of a little bit. Old school Vanderpump vibes, very decadent.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: This is my thing. How do you get a horse from Europe over to the states? Like, do you fly a horse? Do you put it on a ship? No, because horse horses you need to treat kindly. I'm guessing
0: shipping like on a boat only because I know how hard the plane can be in like the storage area for dogs and like small pets, I can't imagine what it would be like for an animal, like a a horse. I
2: mean, I think it would be a special flight. Like it would be like a cargo flight. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's that's what it would be. It would be, it wouldn't be a commercial flight. It would be a special chartered like cargo flight with like other cargo and stuff like that. Like we, we actually, I, I know this from friends of mine who work in the art world. There are so many flights like all day long of like special cargo flights and like, flights that ship art all over the world that have to like go you know through different places stuff like that mm-hmm. they do not go on commercial flights um and there's special companies that do these flights mm-hmm. so i'm I, i'm assuming that maybe there are companies that do animal flights like this
0: i could actually find out i'll literally get you the answer like
1: i would love that yeah i mean it's serious. no guys obviously it comes over in an arc Please, you know this <laughs> Sutton's Ark. Sutton's Ark. There's Sutton's two horses. She got two.
0: <laughs> Santos. The name Saint of another Cartier watch. <laughs> yeah, Santos <laughs> San <Pampierre. laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I don't know where yeah. this
1: ranks in terms of like if it was a good premiere, if it was a bad premiere, but I can honestly say I genuinely enjoyed it. It was, it was fun.
0: It, it caught a lot of people up, and I get that's what these therapy sessions were. Last season was very tense. A lot went on, and I think they were trying to clear the air a little and just catch people up because there were so many fights. And look, we had families basically turning on each other, the, sis- the sisters, and who took whose side. And so this was to catch you up and see where everyone stood because it's the alliances are so complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah. this was, like, to work out their issues. But, like, you were saying, though, um, with Erica and this whole – She's framed it now as she's moved past the Girardi. I was going to call it the Girard like Scandival. <laughs> I'm so used to it. But the, um, the, she's in her mind, this is a fresh start, and she's moved past the orphans and widows. And that is deliberate because she's trying to make us mm-hmm. think. Like okay, that's all behind. Just focus on me as a new, as a new single woman with a Vegas show coming up. She wants you to mm-hmm. forget. She basically not a single one of those lawsuits or trials or whatever has been fully resolved. She's still in the middle of it. She's just kind of telling you to look the other way, which is kind of sociopathic. Yeah. If she, if she was trying to play mm-hmm. Jen Berman, like, the, the therapist. Mm-hmm. She's been through so much. She's still putting plenty of people through lots of stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I really wish there'd been, a, like, a shot after she was, like, asked about, like, how do I how do I get empathy of Jen Berman just blinking her eyes going, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... That would have been great. I
0: wonder I wonder how us. the doctor patient confidentiality works if you okay, say, and this is selfish thinking for us. Um okay, it was filmed, obviously broadcasted so that confidentiality isn't there for the session. Mm-hmm. But now can Jen Berman say come on an amazing podcast, like pretty corrupt, and discuss that session and what she thinks?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm well, we should ask Jen yeah. Berman if she could come on and tell us what she thinks, or if she could come on and tell us why she couldn't tell yeah. us what she thinks.
0: I want—I just want her too. to be like, you guys, that was the most fucked up session I've ever had. <laughs> I'm so glad someone asked my side of it. It was like, <laughs> she starts crying. No one ever asked me what I think. <laughs>
2: Nobody asked me how I'm doing. How would I feel about it? <laughs> I mean, therapists have to have their own therapists. So. Yeah.
0: What <laughs> mm. oh, a funsies! Me I mean, we have so much going on with Kyle and Mauricio mm-hmm.
2: that's still
0: developing. But I mean, we knew. I
2: feel like it's just it's playing out that like people who are questioning if it's fake or not, like it's not fake. Yeah. But what, there's still people aren't people who don't want to believe it will not believe it, and people who do, will. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean.
0: It's still developing. One thing, like, to me, we went into this season having very Kardashian style, where they leak the store. We follow along to, on TMZ, and then the season drops, and you get to watch it play out. But you have a knowledge and understanding going in. So we've been following that story since before the show aired and we were pretty well educated, but the one that hit us this week, the new surprise split apparently is PK and Doree. That -hmm. was fresh. That was pretty fresh for us and a bomb drop in this premiere episode.
2: Mm -hmm. And what do you think about that, Nate?
1: Um, I will say that I find them the what, 10 minutes on camera, they were together. I found them delightful. Uh, though I was furious with Dorit for what, what abomination she did to that pizza. Mulberry street pizza is fucking good. And I don't know what the hell she did to it, but like (laughs) she dropped, well, she was dropped it in the oven and then she's picking up the pieces, trying to plate it. Then she like, puts the plate down in front of Kyle and it looks like crap. It's furious. And then I I was already furious because PK offered her a alcohol free gin. What the fuck is that? Gin's Gin's (laughs) terrible. Why would you want an alcohol free version?
2: Well, he's British, so we know that they don't have the greatest taste fair. in beverages. So fair. Like, it's fair. Or food. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, our British listeners. That's just a bad we have to make that joke. We just we have to make that joke as Americans.
0: Sorry, Kate. You, you can
2: criticize us on so many things. Like we just we have to come after your food. I'm gonna to
0: get so many hate tweets from William and Kate now. Thanks. I, uh, I believe it's Catherine now. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: we're so
0: close. We're on that kind of like short, short to name thing. She calls me uh, Geordie bear Duke, uh, the Baron, Baron, <laughs> Baron Geordie bear. I just call her Kate.
2: <laughs> um, I, for me, I could just kind of wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I would guess I was surprised that it came out. I mean, granted they're still denying it, but I'm not surprised because this is my opinion. They they they've had so many financial problems mm-hmm. over the years, and that really in any marriage, whether it's in the public or not, if you have a, finances, are one of the biggest problem, like biggest um, pressure points in a relationship. So if you have like millions of dollars that they, you owe in back taxes, like PK does, and like she did, millions of dollars owed to casinos, like PK did. That's Mm -hmm. and you're still serving on Hermes plates. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Like these are, these are really big pain points, and they can really just cause a lot of issues in your marriage. Besides getting robbed and having your husband not uh, validating, and 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 Dorit seems like a woman who needs a lot of validation, and I don't necessarily. Falter for that, especially after being robbed at
0: gunpoint. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about the new robbery she dropped this episode?
2: (gasps) What is that? What is that? I don't really get it. It seemed like to be sprinkled in there. And I was like, what's going on here? So
0: the basics were that she was robbed again. She was going holiday shopping. She went into the bank and pulled out $10,000 in cash for shopping. And wow. then was shop and then while well, she was in a store with a shopping cart, which I need to know what store. She was shopping like Target. <laughs> like Walmart. World mm-hmm. M- World Market? Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. I mean, so it was obviously wasn't wasn't on uh, Neiman's or anything. And she like turned around and they stole her purse with the ten thou in it. And then security went and looked, and three men had been following her the entire time. Like they implying, like maybe they had followed her from the bank, or it was an entire stakeout. This doesn't make sense.
2: I don't understand why you would take out $10,000 in cash unless you were like going directly to like the car dealership to give them $10,000 in cash or directly to your cocaine dealer right, to give them right. $10,000.
0: That's $10, where in cash. I'm like this like, doesn't make sense because if she first of all banks don't like giving out that kind of cash. It's a whole process. If she has the bank card to pull out that cash, it would have been easier to just swipe her debit card in the store. Um, so that doesn't make sense. The only kind of people who carry that kind of cash are like I don't know, mob wives, drug dealers. Uh, what are you, saying? Mob, are you saying, mob wives? What are you what are you no. accusing her of? I'm not accusing. I'm just saying I can't think of people who are on the up and up who have to take out ten grand to like. Why couldn't she use her card? What was she really buying? That she didn't want it traced with a debit card. The whole thing just- She was shopping for attention. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. It worked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I have a lot- And
2: by the way, let me go back- I'm not accusing her of buying drugs. I just that was a scenario and I'm not there. Saying I, I just the I want to make that extremely clear. I was just
0: painting so. a picture that it's not normal. Yeah. And if you think that's Did how I- rich people roll, they don't. No, no. It's just weird. It does kind of feed into the rumors that other people have had that even going back to the first big robbery, the home invasion, last how many seasons has this been going on? Um uh-huh. Some people have said they don't think necessarily she was in on it. But, you know, like you said, P.K. has a lot of debts, a lot of places. People wonder yeah. if he owed them money and they were coming up that way or mm-hmm. if he, and this is all alleged, I'm not implying he did it, or if he arranged for these crimes to happen for insurance claims so he could pocket mm-hmm. money. There are all kinds. It's just so murky. We don't know. um, And we don't want to be as broke as them. So we're going to sprinkle allegedly everywhere. But um, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, they, if they sued us, it would be a way lose they would lose even more money, even if they won, they'd still lose more money cause.
0: yeah, and it'd actually be funny when you think about it to sue us, and then like the forensics, and it turns out we have more. I mean, I've just heard rumors that they are, they are not flush, you know, there's always been this kind of juggling of and who owns this house, who owes the IRS this? So it just seems shady. I'm just gonna put it's generally not normal what they do what happened and what they did. And for if it's true that three men followed, was it three men followed her with her purse and her ten thousand dollar cash, it sounds like someone owed someone money. hmm Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think it'd be a fun recurring bit for every episode this season. If um, Kyle has one more tattoo than she had the previous week, and just until Mo actually discovers it. So every week she has one more by the end of the season, she looks like Morgan Wade. She has full sleeves and he (laughs) still doesn't notice. Are those new?
2: (laughs) I remember growing up, I got my ears double pierced and was very scared to like, My dad didn't know. My dad couldn't. And my mom was like, well, we just won't tell your dad. And if he sees it, he didn't know for six months. (laughs) And even when he found out, I actually wasn't at home. I was at summer camp. And my brother somehow said, at one point, goes, does he know? And my mom <laughs> looked and was like, Shh. and my dad's like, what? And he was like, Stacey's got her ears double pierced. And he was like, what? And he goes, oh man, he goes, well, she's had him double pierced for six <laughs> months and you never noticed. So, you know, and I'll be honest for a little, for like a few weeks I had my hair down and then I just started wearing my hair up. He never noticed. So like, if you're not noticing those things. Like, why do you yeah. care then?
1: I, I got my, when I went to UCLA, shut up Bruins, uh between go- starting school and coming home for Thanksgiving break, I got both my ears pierced. And let me tell you, Bill Seyford noticed pretty fucking fast. <laughs> he noticed real fast. <laughs> I didn't have the hair to cover it up, but he noticed. He's like, what is that? What is what is that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little bit different on it a is. boy it than, is. It is, than it is on a girl, though, to notice that. Fair. So, yeah. Especially also, because I already had my ears pierced, so you're used to seeing an earring there then you just got one more yeah like, oh. but still but still I, there's other things anyway yeah. um that's besides the point but i mean i think pk and dorit's marriage is in the crapper and, and
0: yeah gonna i just mean i i do feel a little bad for her though because say unlike whatever happens with kyle and mauricia there's enough money to go around i think yeah. pk and dorit my personal feelings Allegedly, or that it's a house of cards, and they're kind of bound together. Going, if they were to yeah. split it up, everything would have to be examined, and everything would fall apart. That's my thinking.
2: I like it feels a little bit. like definitely could be proven wrong in the end, but that she you know, hitched her wagon to what she thought was a star, mm. and it turned out to actually be um, a meteorite. Yeah, and it just you know just falling like a you know piece of metal out of the sky and you know she and it's just like ah oh, you're fucked girl yeah and i
0: hope even like her jewelry's real and this is coming from watching like erica and her battles i hope because she I, I hope her jewelry i hope she has something besides handbags that go out of season in six months to hold on to i mean at least she has the show and that's a very healthy income but mm-hmm. i just i don't know the forecast isn't too bright that's disappointing i just learned to love them
1: i mean he had he had great dad like um, embarrassing husband jokes like when eagle woman came in and he he actually asked this woman do i call you eagle do i call you woman what do i call you i thought that was funny
2: (laughs) again he's a great you know petty house husband i love it like there's a part of me that like enjoys PK for like being the piece of crap he is.
0: (laughs) You know, you know, I like him. I don't hold it against him, but he did. Speaking of PK and petty house husbands, he did once call me thinking I was actually Don Gunvalson on Instagram. The C word. He called me a C word. And I don't hold it. Against, I thought it was hilarious. Like I would totally high five him for that one. But well, also, he, yeah, used I was going to Like a, so Brit calling it, me that is it hits a little different. But I think he, um, I think he has a good level of involvement in the show. I like it.
2: I feel like. If she gets to stay on longer, Crystal Minkoff's husband, Rob, he could be a really good petty house husband. Because mm-hmm. there are times when he's shown up and he's, said so, and he's got some opinions and he's like said them. And I was like, we need to hear some more from Rob. And I'll hear from Rob because he is a rich and powerful Hollywood man. Yeah. Let's hear from him. Like PK's not really rich and not powerful Hollywood man. Rob is. Let's get some Rob opinions in there. I'd like to see some Rob pettiness sprinkled into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So editors story producers let's put some more let's sprinkle more rob uh, Minkoff.
0: and speaking of which you know what else you guys need to sprinkle some love towards pcp you could do that by making sure to rate subscribe follow and review um you can hit us up on instagram and tiktok at pretty Corrupt podcast at Twitter on pretty at pretty corrupt one, and of course there we have the links to all our personal accounts and all our personal shades of weirdness. Um, sure, <laughs> and also don't forget to share with your shamans, therapists, the mobsters you owe money to are going to rob your wife allegedly, um, and yeah, you're, and of you're course, Dutch horse salesperson. That's right or your Cartier sales advisor with the holidays coming up and having me in mind. But also, don't forget two episodes now, PCP Bravo Breakdown and PCP Pop Culture. See you next episode. Because
1: no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.